Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. Listening to the Oz TV podcast only on the Oz Network. It is the Oz Network coming to you today for another interview episode. We've been bringing you so many of these interviews. We've been keeping you entertained. We celebrated our 1,000th episode, so we're going even forward, bigger and better than ever, with a bunch of interviews. And recently, we spoke to Michaela Bannis, uh, one of Australia's uh, favourite actresses, of course, uh, best known for plenty of shows, including a little show called Always Greener, which we talked to her mainly about. And we've got another actress today, another one of Australia's favourite actresses from Always Greener, Brie Desborough, who, of course, played the character of Shelley Southall on Always Greener. An interesting character, kind of a bit of a bully, bit of a meanie, but then she kind of turned good by the end of it. This is a fun chat with Brie. She talks about getting cast on the show, some of her favourite experiences, and some good behind-the-scenes stories with Michaela, and a particular fun story about another actor on the show that uh, may lead to some exciting actions happening on a planned 20-year reunion episode later this year on the Oz Network. So I think you're going to have a lot of fun listening to this chat. That chat, of course, is with Brie Desborough from Always Greener and plenty of other things that you're going to learn about too right now here on the Oz Network. Continuing on an interview series here on the Oz Network for a little show called Always Greener. We spoke recently to Michaela Bannis about this uh, great trip down memory lane, reliving memories from what I have called maybe the most underrated, forgotten about show in the history of Australian television, a show that really needs to be celebrated more. And what excuse to do it in its 20th anniversary. It's been 20 years since Always Greener premiered. And I'm so excited to be able to speak to another actor from Always Greener in 29 episodes she played Shelley Southall who started off as a I guess a bit of a villain she kind of was a character that we didn't like she was bullying people and was a bit of a troublemaker but by the end of it she was a door bitch basically which sounds rude but it's actually a a nice thing which I think we will uh, talk about Uh, also known uh, for plenty of other shows that we will talk about throughout her esteemed career on Australian Canadian and lots of different uh, shows and movies across the way it's a pleasure to welcome Brie Desborough to the Oz Network Brie first of all pleasure to uh, speak with you today pleasure to be here thanks for having me It's exciting. It's so exciting because I I said this to Michaela a couple of weeks back that uh, I I just wanted any excuse to talk about Always Greener because this is such an amazing show that 20 years old and it sort of came and went and then sort of it just seemed to disappear from everybody's memories. I mean, is is this a show that even people will still talk to you about maybe that they, they remember and their memories of it? Yeah, absolutely. People will mention it to me all the time. Um, people, they did, it was people loved it so much. It really, it really touched people. And yeah, so I, I do get often people say, um, 
you were really evil in that show. <laughs> but, you know, they, how much just how much they loved it. Yeah, the cast was just incredible, and yeah, well do loved you, show. Do you remember sort of when you first got the opportunity to read for the character of of Shelley? Because you obviously had been on Home and Away for for a couple of years. I mean, sort of had this come about while you were on Home and Away. You got a script, or sort of was a little bit after you you had left Home and Away. Yeah, it was actually, um, I'd say about maybe half a year after I left Home and Away and um, I I read for Michaela's character and and they gave me Shelley. So, um, yeah, I was very excited to play Shelley. <laughs> <It was so laughs> like, little, yeah. little bit more uh, interesting moments there, I can imagine, that you oh, sort of go yeah. for this. I mean, what, yeah. how was she described? Was she just described as like a street hooligan, a bully, like kind of like what was, I guess, the, the initial description of what the type of character Shelley would be? Uh, the the words shitty Shelley really stood out for me. And I was like, oh, that's really great. Um, yeah, she, yeah, we're just bully, bully, um, I guess, it got us 20 years now. Um, yeah, just a, a bully. She's um, obviously got a terrible life. And I think, oh, yeah, rebel with a heart of gold, Aww. bully with a heart of, like, you know, that kind of, that kind of vibe. That's what Going I that way, Which, because <laughs> because of course, like you, you meet your character really at the beginning. You're sort of the the bullying um, Natasha Lee's character Kim, and sort of you know the premise of the show, of course, is ultimately the the family swap city and, and country, and sort of yeah. a lot of the reason why um, the, the character of Kim wanted to leave, of course, was because your character was constantly bullying her, and I believe it wasn't it like in the first or second episode that um, you, um, Kayla's character tells her to like get some salt or some pepper or something and like throw it in your face and then that will kind of do it that way because you know yeah. you you were bullying her so much and then I think you did get a face of pepper or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she did. She threw something. It was was it flour? Maybe. I it was. Some, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which must, when you're signing up to that, you're probably not expecting to sort of get a face full of something like that at some point, you know, when you're No, I, 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 I think it was ju- I think I had to pretend. I don't think they actually did anything to me that was terrible. <laughs> not quite yeah. going that length. So when, when you no. do get the role of Shelley, obviously you said you, you went for the character of Marissa, but then you, you're reading more into the Shelley character. Do you, do you find more, I guess, as an actor, ways you can play that? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, Michaela's character was quite laid with Marissa as we talked to her about a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, flat out we think you're a bully, but as the character develops, there's a lot more to your character. So, I mean, w- were you aware that was a path that they were going to take and maybe that drew you a little bit to it when they said, hey, let's, let's give you this role? Um... I don't, I don't, yeah, possibly. I mean, I think when you hear has a heart of gold, I kind of, you kind of think that there's going to be some turnaround at some point. And I mean, there's, I don't think they ever really present a character like that without it having a little bit of depth Mm -hmm. in my experience anyway. Like, and I I knew it was going to be a great show when I knew the producer and I knew, you know, the cast and I just, yeah, I just assumed it would, it would, it would be, more developed yeah was there anyone with the cast that you had worked with before or kind of were aware of when you did sort of sign on to the show um no everyone was brand new and a lot of people came from melbourne Mm -hmm. um so yeah no i I, everyone was everyone was new to me yeah yeah and it was just the best cast ever we were so tight that was awesome because when it premiered, it was very popular from the very beginning and it sort of, I mean, this is a random memory. I think I was like 
15, 14, but I used to get TV week all the time, you know, which Australian teenager didn't get TV week, I guess. And you, you know, your show's doing well when basically every single week in TV week, you've got like a three page spread of, of what's happening and all that sort of stuff. So it took off quite well, which I mean, coming from home and away, which obviously has got a huge fan base and then sort of going to a, a show like this, does that translate from one sort of thing of, Oh, recognize you, you're, you're Justine from home and away to all of a sudden, actually, no, you're Shelly from always greener or, you know, how did that kind of translate? transition work when people were used to seeing you on one show to another um I don't know I think it was it was I mean I, I might, the character I played on Home and Away was quite um quite dark <laughs> she, was <a> bit of, <laughs> she was a bit of a dark horse um but so I mean I guess people are used to seeing me in that role as well like you know um but yeah no it was a it was a great transition it was easy for me anyway I was like yeah I'm 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 pretty familiar playing in this territory. <laughs> For some reason, I always get cast as those characters. I mean, is that, I when, when you're always getting cast as those type of characters, is that like a, a compliment or do you kind of get to a point where it's like, oh, what do people think of me if they're always kind of casting me as the, this type no, of role? I just, I just think that I am comfortable playing those roles. I think vulnerability is way more confronting and way more I – mean, I mean, my character obviously had a, a lot of vulnerable moments, but um, – it's easier. It's easier to play those um, really kind of mean, bitchy roles because being sweet and gentle and vulnerable is actually really, really challenging. So, um, and I think that's that's one thing I find very difficult in acting is playing is being very vulnerable. That's really it's a really hard place to go. Um, so I don't know. I just I just and I'm attra- I'm attracted to that kind of because I'm nothing like that. Like I'm not at all bitchy on me and I'm like just not completely I'm like I can't even watch violence like um <laughs> so I think it's more fun for me to play something that I'm not in real life like mm. I I'm like I really yeah I don't know I guess that's that's how I thought about it it kind of i mean michaela talked about that sort of with her character that she loved playing marissa because it basically made her popular like she felt like she was a cool chick and like that's not what she felt like she was at the time and right it's interesting to kind of hear that because that's the thing too that people would assume when they bump into you in the street or see you that you're like that in real life i mean do what do people then comment to you if particularly like oh shelly like she deserved to get the the flower shoved in her face or things like that do you do you remember sort of any real like negative reactions from people when they met you no no not at all people always lovely and i always was worried that that may happen but it never happened it never happened i mean because if you meet if I meet people and they're like, oh, you're that girl, I'm, I'm, I'm friendly. Like they, they just, you know, they're not going to look at me and go, you're a bitch because I'm clearly not. You could scare them. You could just like legitimately just turn into yeah. Shelly yeah, at that I point. Could've, I could have just pinned them up against a wall and yeah. Yeah, bloody yeah. hell, give me your money or, you know, things yeah. like that too. Which like it's, it must be the fun part of being an actor is, as you're saying, like being sort of those people that you're not because I can imagine that's why, you get into acting is to kind of express yourself yeah. and kind of showcase yourself in, in, in that way. And mm-hmm. I mean, when you're on set and you're, you're probably having like a great old time with the cast, you know, you're joking with Natasha and all that sort of stuff. Then the camera's a real action then you've got her against a wall and you're like, bitch, give me your money. And then all of a sudden it's like, cut, sweet. Do you want to go and get a coffee or something like that? <laughs> it's, like, it's just, it's one of the weird yeah. things of your profession. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It's really, especially, um, yeah, you just, you feel, you feel bad. Like you really feel bad. Like I, I, I always remember feeling bad doing stuff like that and just going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
I bet he didn't hurt you. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, that's a weird thing to do for sure, especially when you're not mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. the thing that worked really well too with the character of Shelley is, is ultimately the relationship with Mickey, Clay's character, of course, which sort of lasted a while, sort of was on and off, and then ultimately sort of a friendship really blossomed there. And particularly the early scenes of you guys when sort of you're getting together and then when Grant Bowler was still in the show as, as uh, Mickey's dad. Um, I mean, and he's kind of warning Mickey off the show, uh, warning off you and all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you like those sort of roles when all of a sudden they change it up where you're falling for someone and kind of you've got that romantic side of things which can show that different side of the character rather than just pinning people up against the wall and stealing their milk money? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's nice that you- you get to then you get to play all different types of emotions and that's more challenging and more interesting absolutely um and you know i i also got to do some really the scene where i got beaten up by my mom and that was flashbacks of that and like the kind of thing is pretty intense it's really really fun to play that kind of stuff like yeah so yeah, it was really it was a very interesting um role to play for sure i'm sure it's a question any actor will get um, because us non-actors kind of can look at it a certain way and go, oh, that might be awkward, that might be fun, I don't know. But when, when you've got to do a, a scene, say with Clay, like you've got to do, you know, even if it's just a simple kiss, like how, how do you get yourself in the zone where it's like, i got to kiss this guy, uh, you know, it's, it's all part of the job. Like I'm, I'm sure it's a great part of the job sometimes, but, you know, like because you've got to, I guess, back to what you're saying about this is not who I am, so I've got to put myself in that shoes. Is it just a case of, I'm putting myself in this character's shoes. This is all it is and making it look, I guess, as realistic and natural as possible. Yep. Yeah. You basically, that's all it is. You just say, you know, you get over yourself and you just say that this is part of my job and I'm just doing this and, and it's a bit awkward and afterwards you kind of laugh about it and then you move on. Like it's, you know, it's, it's, um, you get, you get used to it. I think the first time you do it, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was little and home and away. Um, any type of kissing scene was terrifying. Uh, and then once you do your first one, you kind of, you, you just, you, you go, oh, all right, that's, that's how it is. And it's very staged and it's not, it's just weird. Mm. Um, but you get better at it the more you do it. And you're like, oh, you, it's just whatever, you know, we're just having a kiss <laughs> and that's over. It's like, it's no big deal. <laughs> literally when people say like my, my work husband or my work wife, you basically kind of have that literally, don't you? My work boyfriend, because literally he is your work boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, it's super weird. It's the weirdest profession ever. <laughs> Just going, going off to see my work boyfriend. Is there much yeah. of a transition going from Home and Away to a show like Always Green and going from like a soap to sort of a, a primetime show? I mean, what is the, the key difference there? Is it like the shooting schedule because you're filming for one a week as per five per week? I mean, is that kind of just more of that or is there more to it than simply the scheduling? Yeah, I mean, that was – it's Home and Away is so fast, so fast. There's not much time to think. You just kind of shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, but always greener. I was, I was really excited because of the, the rehearsal process was so different. You know, um, we would sit around and have a, a table read and, um, flesh out the, 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 the episode. You had time to do that. Um, and the rehearsal process wasn't just move here, pick up this, you know, you're rehearsing with your scene partner and you're talking about your character and, and you know, more in depth um and that I was I was so excited I was like oh my god <laughs> this is the best this is I loved it I was very very happy to be to be doing a um a series instead of a soap 
don't have to wear the uh, Summer Bay High uniform all the time as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cold on Palm Beach at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that was really, yeah. <laughs> I, I know there's like a bunch of actors who just have them sitting in their closets, probably going like, "Why? How did I ever wear that?" Like, because you know, I, I don't think the uniforms changed in about thirty odd years, has it? I, it's been I a while since I've watched Home and Away, but yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Just going through that way, which I mean, yeah. as I said, you you're in 29 episodes of Always Greener. Was it a case of they knew they wanted to sort of keep you around? Did they kind of keep giving you a call and saying like, "Hey, like Bree, we want you back," or were you kind of signed on sort of on a way that you would appear when they needed you, essentially? Yeah, I, I was a semi regular, so um, I, so it's just a step up from a guest. So I know that I'm going to be in it. Um, I uh, just didn't really know what episode I'd be featuring heavily in or, you know, so some episodes I'm not in at all. And, and, um, but you know, if you have, if your storyline is really heavy, you're obviously in every single one. So yeah, semi-regular means you're, you're pretty much, you're on it. And is there time. talk then? Like, can you sort of go like, Hey guys, like I, I fucking love this. Can you make me a regular? Like, please. Is it sort of like constantly for a promotion or is it a case of you just, you have crossed those fingers and hope that they might sort of tap you on the shoulder. I'm like, Brie, we want you to stick around. You're a regular now. Yeah. Yeah. The sad part was just before it got axed, um, they were talking to me about making me more regular. Oh, wow. Jeez. Yeah. yeah that hurt. That Ouch. was a, yeah, that was a knife and yep. Yeah. You were a door bitch. Like, as I said, you would just become a door bitch, uh, which I used to love that term. I think I used to use that in high school, like door yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know if, like, that's something that, you know, is commonly used still for, like, bouncers on doors, but door bitch. Door bitch. I don't even, I thought males would bouncers more than, I very rarely see door bitches anymore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't go clubbing anymore, so yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know if maybe people should call them a door bitch to their face unless they refer, like you know, Shelley wasn't back with me. Like I'm a door bitch now. Hello, um, which <laughs> sort of going that way. But the the thing too, as well, like obviously gets cancelled. That I mean, the show ends on a you know a big cliffhanger, of course. But the one where where your character involved is when you walk in on Clay's character Mickey, who's basically injecting himself at the, at the time. Do, do you remember kind of like what the plan was from that, if there was a plan really from that point? Oh, God, no, I don't remember. I don't remember. I really don't. All, all I remember was that they were they had plans for me and um, Nathaniel Dean's character to get together. That's all really? I remember. Really? Yeah, oh. they were going to make that a, a, a full relationship, which have been re- would have been really interesting, those yeah. two characters. Yeah, that would have been really funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't remember what happened. With, what was going to happen with Clay, Clay's character. I don't know. I, I'm really intrigued now because, yeah, you and Pat, Shelley and Patch, I don't know how that would work. But very funny. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> had you, I, I can't even remember if you guys had met in the show, had you at that point. Like, <gasps> what, did you have any scenes together at that point? I don't, maybe a couple. I, I don't really remember. I don't know. Definitely not nothing, um, nothing major. Nothing, yeah. Wow, yeah. geez. This is this yeah. like reboot, you know, if they ever have to bring it back. So we, we talked about this with Michaela. Like you could call it like always green, like, because I mean, back to the rafters <laughs> instead of pack to the rafters. It's pretty original. <laughs> so uh, you never know. Um, that's. Like uh, yeah. Had, I mean, where do you remember when you found out that it had been cancelled? Like had you sort of uh, started prepping yeah. for season three when you found out? Uh, no, we were on a break. Uh, we were on a break, I think. And, yeah, it was just 
we, we didn't know was up in the air. Um, and I had actually, I was, I had plans to put a deposit on a unit. Oh, <laughs> wow. And I got the news and I was like, oh, well, guess I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, and then I went traveling and I went traveling around the world. which was Why great. not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, any excuse, right? Go off there and yeah. just, uh, yeah. just do that yeah. because it's, I mean, obviously even with those extra layers you're talking about, like nearly going to be a serious regular, a house, all that sort of stuff. But it just obviously, as you kept saying, like the cast was amazing. Just it looked like such an enjoyable experience, and the show itself, as I, as I keep saying, it was such an entertaining show that yeah. I still remember getting cancelled. And like, I was like, "What the? How did this happen?" I don't know. I still don't know what happened. I, I have no idea. There was talk about it because it changed to a different time slot, and mm. they lost audiences or something. That's all I remember. But I remember just become I've no idea. Yeah, sad, sad. And I mean, that's sort of, like I said at the top, you know, sort of talking about being 20 years and, you know, we we mentioned to Michaela and something that we we will do later this year, we'll try and get as many of you all on on an episode together and we can kind of, you know, do an anniversary because it's not something that I'm sure that anybody really in Australia will kind of look back on and kind of, you know, there's always sort of random things where people go, oh, this is, you know, this anniversary of this show and things like that. But Always Green, it was just one of these ones that started off so strong and then kind of it got cancelled and disappeared. Within a few years, you've got Packed to the Rafters, which to mm-hmm. me was a very similar show, but maybe not as quirky. And that obviously mm-hmm. went huge. Like that was around for a long time. So yeah. we, we want to celebrate this, Brie. We want to make sure that if no yeah. one else is going to do it, we're going to celebrate Always Green's <laughs> 20th anniversary. <laughs> That's lovely. I like it. <laughs> Just not trying to make everyone like, oh, crap, that was 20 years ago. But, uh, you know. No, did you, no. Did you have a, a favourite episode or a favourite storyline or scene or anything along those lines that you remember doing? Um, I think I, I what was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the scenes where I ran away to to become a prostitute was fun. That was fun. I, I can imagine that that's something yeah. you probably never thought you'd have to do. So no. like I, you know, I, we were, we would film in the middle of Galeeb, um at night time. And I'd be like, you know, dressed up in my, in my prostitute <laughs> gear and uh, you know, trying to hail down car, cars and things. It was, it was, um, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, you know, the scene where I got beaten up by my mom, that, that was fun. That was, that was like, you know, um, that was intense. That was really intense. And I had a lot of scenes where I would be like looking over um, at train tracks, imagining throwing myself onto the train tracks and things like that. So, I mean, I went to some dark places on that show, um, but just had had the, the, the best time ever. But mostly because of the cast. It was just, we were just like, it was, it was so much fun. Were there any particular stories that you're allowed to share with us with any of the cast members, you know, sort of things that were happening just before the cameras would roll? I always love hearing good on-set yeah. stories that perhaps have never been shared. <laughs> Me and Michaela were just, oh, my God, we just were the, we just giggled nonstop constantly. <laughs> uh, there was a scene where... <laughs> It was the same way she, she came, she was coming to find me because I was a prostitute and I was like living somewhere random. And she came to the front door of the house and I had to open the door mm-hmm. to her and we just couldn't, we couldn't do it. it <laughs> I don't I don't remember how many takes we took, but we <laughs> couldn't do it without. And I think if you actually watch that scene, you can see the smirk on Michaela's like she, it's, you can see it, you know, how someone's just been yeah. laughing. 
hilarious. No things like that. Never see that scene again because it's on it's on Amazon Prime now. Actually, I, I don't oh, know if you're aware because it was sort yeah. of weird. I remember the DVD releases of it. They released the first season, then I think they never released the second. And somebody had put it on YouTube for a while, but. It was it was funny because like sort of in the in the preparation for Michaela's interview, I was trying to show my wife because you know as you and I were talking off air, she's Canadian, she's never seen the show, so mm. sort of I, I found it. I'm like, we are going to watch this show at some point, you know, because you will absolutely love it. And trying to explain to her the premise of it, and then mm. going like it's like it sounds basic, but there's a lot more to it than just two family swapping. There's there's singing scenes, there's fantasy <laughs> scenes, there's like you know there's everything else going yeah. on with it. So yeah. Yeah, it was very cool. Very Ally McBeal, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yes. I love Did, that part of it. Is it a show that uh, you, you've shown your husband? Like has he managed to sort of sit down and, and watch it with you? No, no, I've never done that. I, I actually just don't have – now I know it's on Amazon. Maybe I can, but, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have the, the the recording to show him. But, yeah, I would definitely do it. That would be really fun. I'd love to relive it. Even yeah. just hearing the theme song makes me all warm and mushy. Oh, then. yes, yes. I feel like we should – no, no, maybe we shouldn't sing it. I don't know. But maybe <laughs> that, that can be a thing for the the, the 20th, uh, the reunion episode and, right? and, and things exactly. like that. Because he sort of, I liked it sort of in the second half. And again, we're talking to Michaela about how, you know, when she'd released her song Kissing the Wind, they sort of bookended it with the, the great opening title and then you sort yeah. of had her song at the end. Did you ever, like, have any karaoke jams with Michaela, like singing along to Kissing the Wind at any point? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we did not. We did a lot of we did a lot of partying. We did a lot of dancing, but maybe not singing. Well, you were a doorbitch. You had connections. You, you, had, <laughs> you had connections to. I'm, to sure, go I'm and... sure we did karaoke a few times. So. Yeah, any, any, I, I mean, was there any talk of you releasing a single at all, Brie? You know, was this ever a thing that you thought about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, of course, I did. Yeah, but I, I don't think I had the guts to do it. No, <laughs> no. I thought every soap actor just released a song yeah. at some point, right? Yeah, no, I did. I mean, I was I sang in a band when I was living in Toronto, and I, I've done it. Me and me and Daniel Bowden actually did a song together. Um, oh. Just, just together we would jam and muck around. He, he's a, a singer and he makes music as well. Nice. So we did some stuff together, made wow. a couple of little songs. Yeah. Great. So there's, I mean, do, do these recordings Absolutely. still exist? Are these? Yes. Well, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, 20-year reunion, you know, <laughs> dust the guitar off, dust the mic, oh, yeah. come on, breathe. Right. We right, want to hear right. it. Right. <laughs> you got yeah, a few we'll be- months. I think it's not till yep. about September, October. So you know, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, this is just getting bigger and better. This reunion <laughs> right now, like everyone's signing up for it. It's it's got to yep. be fantastic. Oh, I mean, you, you mentioned uh, sort of still friends with Michaela. Is any of the cast that you sort of still stay in touch with and do sort of chat with? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Daniel and um, Scott Major still good friends with. Um. Um. Yeah, I think Clayton. Clayton, I haven't seen Clayton for ages. He moved. He moved um, country somewhere. I don't see him. Uh, Dalesford, I believe. He's, Dalesford, uh, yep, yep. Running yep. a running a winery, I believe. If I'm yep, not mistaken. running a winery, exactly. Yeah, I only see him on Facebook, but yeah, no, I haven't yeah. seen him for a long time. Yeah, but I'm going up to visit Michaela in Melbourne soon. Great. Come and see Harry Potter. Nice. Great excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> now that things are opening up again, right? It's kind of like yeah, you know, let's, fingers crossed. Fingers let's crossed. go there and all that sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. post post always greener. Uh, you know, obviously still still working. I mean, kind of some of the highlights that you were involved in, and, and also what are you up to now? Sort of still uh, appearing in things, or kind of what's what's going on with you at the moment? Yeah, look, I did a little um, web series that uh, it, it, with COVID, it, would, it was 
COVID ruined it and it was filming in Queensland and we did, we did some stuff there. We did the, about six episodes, but um, that's on the back burner now. Uh, and other than that, I've just been, I've just been doing commercials and, um, and, you know, I'm a photographer now. So I, oh. that's my full-time job. I take um, headshots for actors. Great. Um, and that's booming. So I'm just I'm super busy. Wow. Um, yeah. And it's still in my industry. So I, you know, I get to hang out with actors all day and it's great. I love it. But that's, you, that's taken up a lot of my time now. How do you, I mean, was there always something you love photography and just kind of it, you followed that path? I mean, sort of, is that sort of how that yeah. came about? Yeah, I have always loved photography, um, but I, I would never have thought I was going to be a photographer. That's That was a big surprise for me. But um, I just kind of bought a really good camera and um, was taking photos of my sister's little girls a lot and, and um, just kind of thought my sister was like, you're really good at this. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll take it <laughs> So I did a study and learned how to do it. And then um, I just kind of started my own business and it's been building. I think I've been doing it for like seven years now. Wow. And it's great. gotten to a really, really great stage yeah Fantastic. so i feel very lucky to be doing it it's awesome is there it. and any... i can do audition and stuff you know sure sure is there any i mean outside of the the headshots you're talking about any other sort of other photography work that maybe people can check out do you sort of post anything online that people can see yeah, what you're yeah. up to yeah if you, you can look at brie bain photography mm-hmm. um that's my headshots and uh also beautiful little things photography is i do family and newborn as well so i have two separate businesses Great, fantastic. We'll yeah. uh, we'll check them out. People can sort of see all that and going on with everything because uh, you know yeah, it's sort of great to be able to uh, to to see kind of these things transitioning into it and kind of uh, going that way. Because I mean, it's 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 so exciting to be able to chat to you about this and always greener and and just kind of reliving it. And I'm just. I'm getting way too excited, Brie, I think, to chat to, you know, yourself, to Michaela, to Clay. We're going to have him on very, very soon. And th- again, not just because I'm going to hear you and Daniel sing on the 20-year anniversary, but just like building up to this because, again, like I just feel that this needs to be celebrated. This is a show that needs to get some recognition out there. Because, I mean, look, I can imagine as a Home and Away alum, you're always, you know, like, oh, Home and Away, come to this, come to that. Let's celebrate this storyline, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. bugger Home and Away, that's going to go on for another 100 years, right? Always greener. <laughs> He's a show that lasted two years, 50 episodes, needs to be celebrated, right? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Chris Hansworth, he was like, good for him being on Home and Away and all these hey, other homes. Hey, Who cares? Who cares? Anyway, I think I was on Home and Away once. I think you're, just, you're born in Australia. Everyone. It's funny. One. It's it's funny because we always have the ongoing joke on this show when we're covering a movie or a TV show and we discover someone's Australian. I straight away get onto IMDb. Were they in Home and Away or Neighbours? Uh, Neighbours. <laughs> uh, no, Home and Away. Like everyone yep. in Australia has been on one of those shows. Yes, they have. Yes, so. they have. <laughs> yes, it's it's very interesting. Brie, I tell you what, it's been such a pleasure being able to chat with you today and sort of relive the, the memories and everything along Thank those you. lines and yeah. talk about Always Greener. And, look, this 20-year anniversary now, you just made it sound even more exciting for later yes. in the year. So I'm thanks pumped. for pumping the tyres. We're, we're pumped for it. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. And a massive thanks to Brie for her time as well as her management for setting that up for us. I am so excited that we can be singing along to some things later on 
this year when we uh, get the guys together for a nice reunion episode. So stay tuned for that. And you heard me allude to in that uh, interview that we do have somebody else coming your way from Always Green and Clayton Watson, who played Mickey Steele on the show. Of course, you might also know him too from the Matrix sequels. He was in both Matrix Revolutions and Matrix Reloaded. And I'm very much looking forward to chatting with Clay, and you will hear that too very, very soon. So stay tuned to that. And outside of these chats, of course, we've got so many interviews. They're coming out everywhere. We've got 24 actors, Breaking Bad actors on the show. We've got movie actors, some of the Mighty Ducks, uh, just everyone else under the sun. We've got directors, people who have directed James Bond actors. We just we're so busy right now on the Oz Network and we appreciate your support and remember that support can also be returned we are on Patreon now of course if you listen to the beginning and the end of this episode you can find out more details there but we would appreciate your support to support our show and of course that means by supporting us you'll get bonus content you'll get things that are exclusive to you if you are a long-term listener to this show you remember us from Survivor Oz then you want to hear those Survivor Oz episodes you might not have heard them in a long time well by signing up to Patreon you get those episodes. They are exclusively available to you by signing up to our Patreon feed. So plenty of opportunities to get you uh, excited there for joining our Patreon. Thanks for joining in today on the Oz Network. Again, thanks to Bree and her management for arranging that today. My name is Ben, and we will speak to you next time on the Oz Network. Good night. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made.